0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Today I'm outside, so if you hear the birds singing away uh, or any outside noise, I I, uh, enjoy it or uh, I'll apologize for the noise because I'm not sure what we'll hear, but it just feels like a good place for me to record this at this time. This podcast is about parenting through separation and divorce. And I sat down and I started writing my outline and something just, I don't know, encouraged me to just start recording. So <laughs> this is pretty off the cuff here. Um, well, I want to talk about this because it is, it is a painful time. Um, it's a painful and confusing time for everybody in a family. Right? And, and I've experienced being a child of divorce and I've experienced being a a mother during divorce as well. So I have both perspectives, and all of us have our unique experience because we are uniquely ourselves, and at the same time, we can all relate to the process and what we do go through and what we face. So today, as I talk about this, I would like to talk from um, in an effort I guess to help us all right to help mom and dad and to help the kids But also bring maybe an extra awareness to the child and the child's experience and maybe Some things that we can do to help the child feel more uh, Grounded feel more secure during a very insecure time a very unstable time for everybody So I feel You know, looking back in my own life, and I was a baby, right? I still have a lot of memories, um, I'll be honest. But I guess if I could set up the perfect way that this goes down. And what my ex-husband and I both did initially, I felt like this was helpful, as helpful as it could be for the family when we're um, announcing something like this was, We got everybody together. We didn't have everyone together. My oldest was actually away at school, so we had to to talk to him over the phone, which is a very difficult conversation for both of us. But if you can, I feel like having a family meeting, um, of course, you know, you would talk with your, uh, you know, your soon to be ex partner, I guess, a person who you've been married to or in a partnership with for a while talk to them figure out how this is going to go down what is the function right so that would be the first thing you and your partner figure out what's the function with the children where are they going Um, you know what is that interim parenting plan if you will before you get more um, I guess legal uh, assistance in that process but you guys can figure out your parenting plan. And I feel like what's most important is to actually sit down with the kids, let the kids know, um, you know, that you're both on the same page. You might not be both on the same page, but I, I like the idea of allowing for an environment for the kids to not have to worry and to feel bad for each parent. It's hard enough, okay? So when we deliver this, I love the idea of both parents kind of being together, coming together for the children in this moment, letting them know what the function is going to be. Also, showing your partner compassion uh, during this meeting time. This is not a time to, you know, to take digs at your partner, this is not a time to blame. Um, I know that it's hard. I know that it's challenging. It could be under very difficult circumstances, but I will tell you, if you put on your best face, right, if you become your higher self through the family meeting, you will be doing a loving act for your child because your child is going to be facing a lot. They don't need to be facing taking care of you while they're also being shocked, uh, perhaps, or going through a mourning process like everyone is. So I like parents, if they can, to step into their higher selves, their best loving, responsible selves, and realizing that you and your partner, this is happening to both of you, and you're helping your children understand what the function is going to be, and to be supportive and compassionate towards your partner during this meeting. And sometimes divorces and separations happen all of a sudden, I realize that. Sometimes there are extenuating circumstances that seems to turn everybody's world upside down. And then we do the best that we can. So whatever it is that we can do on behalf of the children with giving them some time to make sense of it all, um, you know, kind of like we're not leaving in the middle of the night. I mean, those things do happen. But if in a perfect world, if we can lay this out to our kids, what the plan's going to be, give them some time to... um, you know figure themselves out and also if they have an opportunity to help one of the parents um, You know move into the new place that they're going. Uh, I know that we did that and I feel like it was um, I, I just feel like it was we were all kind of a team and We went through the process as much as we possibly could um, And it was sad it is sad no matter how um, I don't know. It's just it is. It it changes everything and from a child's perspective and through a child's eyes whether they're shocked by it, the separation or whether they could see this coming, okay, for years. It changes life. And Sometimes this shatters the idea, okay, the Disney idea of what family was. It can absolutely change everything, security and everything for a child, whereas they feel as though not only was the wool over their eyes, but the rug has been pulled out from underneath them, and so that can stay with them oftentimes moving forward in life and will show up later in life when they have their own relationships, perhaps. And then they may just turn into an anxious child because things are shocking and things happened to them in that moment. It can be very post-traumatic stressy um, for, I mean, for everyone. But I'm, I'm really talking today about, I guess, the child. Um, I love it when kids can hear both parents um, share that this was a joint decision, um, you know, so that the kids can again not worry about mom and dad and how they 're feeling. One parent might want it, the other parent might not you know it in this moment. Um, it 's not that we 're lying, but we are kind of rising and realizing that because it 's not working for one of us it 's just not working anymore, right So we we step into our better selves. Let your children know that you are open to them if they want to talk about it right kids there are going to be questions that you're going to have right i know this is going to take you some time to think about i know you're sad i know you're going to probably feel more sad you're going to realize more things as time goes on and i want you to know that i'm available to you because uh, you know if this is maybe you haven't gone through this as a parent before. I haven't gone through this before. I am experiencing some of the same things, but differently. So I understand when questions come up. So I want you to know that I'm available. And I think that it's important that they know that because we don't want our kids to feel like we've had a family discussion and everything was, you know, touched upon in the meeting and now it's not safe to talk to mom and dad. So that's that. And I think the next thing that I want to talk about is something that's not often talked about, but I certainly remember going through this. So now mom and dad are separating and they're divorcing. And some people get right into a relationship. And perhaps that was a motivation for them getting out of the relationship because something looked better to them Or, or whatever it is, you know. Everyone has their own unique situation and there is no judgment by the way. Okay, because again, I believe that we are doing the best for ourselves that we know how to do. Okay. And that has a lot to do with, uh, my circumstances throughout my life, my unique, uh, personal experience. Uh, which I guess goes back to circumstances throughout my life. Um, the way that uh, I look at things in life, right? Uh, the way that I'm experiencing life now, my stress level, my frustration level, my heartache, heartbreak level, okay? We're all doing the best that we can. And in knowing that, and it's important to know that, it's, it's important, it may be hard to adopt that for your partner during this time, right? Right? Uh, Because there might be a lot of hurt and a lot of betrayal or abandonment or whatever those things those things all trigger our inner child woundings so we as parents are oftentimes Really triggered by this event whether you wanted it or not You will eventually deal with those things at some point in time. I believe so So it's ended and we're moving forward And now we as parents oftentimes feel like we want to get back in the game again start dating doing all these things and I guess I want to talk about this from a child's point of experience when and and I want to talk to you as parents before I get into that when you as a parent are separating and divorcing we want there's a lot of things that come up first of all we want to be distracted away from the pain we want someone to make us feel good again whether that be to value us physically um, emotionally um, in all ways right we've been taught that we need to look outside of ourselves for everything and If we as parents are going to be focused more now on finding someone else to be with to make us feel good again we're going to not be as much focusing on our kids and what they are honestly going through this is a big deal and we can't really get that time back if we go from partner to partner to partner our focus is not able to be on our child and there are different reasons for this we get into somebody else's energy field we share energy with people right you're in your child's energy field if you Are focusing more on moving forward with another person and dating your child could possibly feel they aren't choosing me I'm no longer important to them Wow I felt more important to them when mom and dad were married now they don't even act like they're that focused on me I'm just having to deal and children can oof, right very sad they become depressed They become anxious. They become, um, they just go into themselves and oftentimes feel rejected, abandoned, um, all of those things. And we can help to help our kids not to feel this way. And this is why I like to go back to the conversation. Um, about letting our kids know we're available to them. You know what? I love it when parents can be open and real with the obvious of what's going on in life. Okay? And sometimes parents, because it's a different way of doing things, they might get their back kind of triggered like, you know, well, I'm supposed to look perfect and I'm supposed to be this, this, whatever, right? And the truth is, is that you're a human being. And the truth is, is that your kids know you're a human being and they see you putting on this front, right, of, you know, oh, I'm over that and moving over here to this relationship. And they know that something's off. So we we have an opportunity to show our kids how we take care of people, even though we're going through a really difficult time. So if we allow our kids to know that we're available to them, and you know, I suggest if you're having a relationship with somebody, have your relationship, okay? But I do recommend making your focus more on your parent-child relationship because you don't get this time back again. And how you handle yourself in this moment in time when it comes to separation and divorce with your children, it, it makes a huge impact on them, and it will really feed their self-esteem if they see that you're actively in their lives, actively participating, actively caring, being available to them, being honest with them to a certain degree. Of course, we don't share certain things with our kids Um, and that that that's another podcast because that can be a tricky place too when we're starting to get into relationships with other people but what's most important is that your child feels like you're there for them you're not leaving them you haven't forgotten about them and that you love them deeply and it's kind of like you know what we're going to get through this together, right? Because what's happened to me and mom or dad doesn't mean that I love you less, okay? Um, You know, they're a good person. We just weren't working in a healthy way anymore. You know, whatever it is for you, whatever the truth is for you. But when our children feel like we you know um when mom or dad makes a commitment with me they're present with me in the moment and they commit right so let's just say i'm throwing out an example here let's just say that you have the kids one evening and you're running out to have dinner and so you grab you know you grab dinner and you're sitting down and you're having a conversation and then you all of a sudden start getting on your phone and your child is sitting there and they're watching you get on your phone and they're watching how you're engaged in your phone, doing things like that and not being present and available will, will actually set up a few things, right? First of all, the child feels like, first of all, they're not priority, you don't care so much, you're consumed by something else. And at the same time, if you are consumed by something else and your attention does go to a text conversation or whatever's going on, you miss cues from your child and I think that that's the the such a big thing is that when our attention goes on a new human being right if there's a new relationship that we want to start fostering or we want to start dating multiple people guess what people our focus goes there (laughs) it goes there and it can't go there and to our children equally It just doesn't work that way it's like it's okay to start dabbling into the dating scene but I honestly feel that if we be more self-responsible and loving and available and open to our children when we go through this we're going to be saving them a lot of heartache heartbreak and trauma moving forward in life I can remember um, you know, waiting for a parent to pick me up and not showing up. Right? You remember things from your childhood. They stay with you. And what does that tell you when a parent tells you they're coming to get you, but they don't? Well, that tells you probably a lot of things. First of all, you're not that important to them. Um, second of all, they had something bigger and better going on, which I guess goes back to you're not as important. All these things, right? And, and but the, but the, but my parent there may have been all kinds of reasons why who knows right we can carry around a lot of shame right for what's going on we, we might want to avoid things that are uncomfortable because we don't feel like we're doing a good job we don't know how to do a good job there are a lot of reasons why people act a certain way that we may deem as you know bad or um, hurtful or all kinds of things. But through my living in my life, I realize that people do things often out of their own pain and feeling ashamed and them not feeling good enough and them feeling. I mean, we know often people take their lives because they don't feel good enough for the people who are in their life. They don't feel up to par with everybody else. They feel like an outcast. They feel like they just can't do it anymore. It's too painful. So I guess in closing here, what I would like to offer is, and and I guess in a recap, if you're going through separation and divorce, get together with your partner and come up with a game plan. Then have a family meeting and, you know, be your best self in the family meeting. Be compassionate towards your partner. Let the kids know exactly what's going to be going down functionally. Um, you know, where people are sleeping, where they're going. Um, and both parents, let your kids know, I'm available. I'm available to you. Right? I, I, I you know, and, and, and apologize apologize to your kids for putting them through this because no child asks for this right and I'm not suggesting we stay together for the children at all at all at all okay however it's nice to hear your parents say you know what I'm sorry I feel like I've you know I've, I've hurt you maybe I feel like I've let you down in some way but but I have to choose my myself Right. Because this isn't working for me anymore. And if it's not working for me anymore, then it's not going to be working for you because I got to be happy in order to be a great parent. So, set, you know, set the tone for your kid. Maybe be involved. Help them be involved in the movement of whoever's moving where. Right. Be part of this. Let them start bonding and going to the new place so they feel comfortable. Maybe even taking some of their belongings to this new place uh, initially, so that they can be part of the plan for the bedroom and and you know the kitchen and all that good stuff. This is a team effort. If it feels like a team effort and we feel like Mom and Dad are available to us, this is going to be a lot easier on us. If we feel loved, if we feel chosen, okay and Actually, I guess what I'd like to say to the parents is when you separate and you divorce, when it comes to your child, the bond that you have with your child now is more important than the bond that you had before because we've had a big trauma, a big hole. It's more important for them now to know that you love them, you're available to them, um, you choose them, and when you say something, you follow through. That you're in alignment with what you say you are walking your talk okay and guess what sometimes you're gonna be sad and sometimes you're gonna cry <laughs> sometimes you're gonna break down okay and it's not our children's jobs to to be the caretaker for us okay we can just let them know that you know what this is a natural process because of course I'm sad this this is hard and it's painful to get through if we try to pretend that it's any other way it's confusing for our children because they know the truth and if we want our children to have healthy relationships we want to show them how to nurture each other even through difficult times and that's where I'm going to leave it. Um, I hope that this was helpful. Um, I know a lot of people are going through relationship transitions. It always feels like that, anyway. And just remember that your bond right now with your kids is really important. And I mean, what's most important, of of course, is self care, right? And taking care of yourself, and being kind to yourself, becoming more of your best friend but we we're talking more about um, parenting through this difficult time. And so letting our kids know that they, they're first right now, you know, it's not the new relationship and it's not the dating um, because our kids are open and they're very sensitive during this time and they need, you know, affirmation. They need re- reconfirmation that you are there available and loving and you're not going anywhere. That's the most important thing, okay? All right, I hope this was helpful. Everyone have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Enjoy.